Somebody once told me to be a bonapana. Hello, everybody. And welcome to another episode of The Good Guy Show. I'm Tony. He's Jeremy. And we're here for another half hour of who knows what. For fun, so much to do, so much to see, so much wrong with me. Go. The show. Hey, hey, now you're a rock star. You are a rock star, Tony. Hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, listen, uh, Smash Mouth got a hold of me. I'm going to be touring with them in uh, 2024. Looking forward to that. We're doing the entire Central America. Oh, wow. A lot of surf. Be, a lot of surf a going big, on. Uh, big tour. A lot of big, big tour. A lot of surf. Um, and yeah, welcome, welcome, guys. You are listening to the Good Rush Guys show. Um, you know, can you just, can you guys, Hey guys, bring it in for a sec. Could you just, you know, Tony and I like, um, we work, we work hard on this stuff, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, and uh, you, you know, I mean, there, are, you know, stuffs involved to do this, and you know, and uh, we, we just appreciate maybe if you just, uh, you know, while you're listening to this, hop on your phone and uh, you know, uh, make make a post, uh, like the Gooder guys on the Facebook, like the Gooder guys on Instagram, and just maybe give it a share, tag us, be like, hey. Um, that was really stupid what you said, or that was really clever. Boy, that Tony Mallow sure is cute, you know. But tag us, just give us a tag, <laughs> and uh, you know, what's it gonna hurt? You know, what's it gonna hurt? You know, good night, couldn't hurt, couldn't hurt. Uh, so in today's episode, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Mallow, uh, I think we're gonna talk about uh, some uh, shenag shenanigans shenanigans um we're calling shenanigans i think yeah i think we are right we're we are are we gonna call shenanigans we haven't really discussed we just i just read the you article just, just went through the article like as if uh, as if we we're in the fifth grade i'm calling the i'm calling shenanigans tony did you like reading aloud in class i hated reading aloud in class that was one of the only times i felt powerful really mm -hmm. it, it it uh it I, filled me with 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 angst I was, I, I was so, I was always so nervous about reading aloud in class. What, what were you worried about? Because all you guys sounded the same, I'm assuming. So it wasn't the accent. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just, uh, I just didn't like, I, I never liked getting up in front of the class okay. at all. I was not one to raise my hand to participate. I just didn't want to, I didn't want any attention being called to my, to myself at any time. Right. And it wasn't just school. That was pretty much everything you know I, I guess uh i never thought about it calling attention to myself i just thought about like the i, I mean i don't it wasn't about uh i just it was just, it was just powerful it's like oh everyone's paying attention but it wasn't i wasn't thinking about me as me or it wasn't an ego thing or anything it was just like oh this is you know great people are watching and finally paying attention to me you know not call me a faggot <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so hey everybody so you know just be you know be nice to people i mean and in this day and age man it is so cool to be weird isn't it it's like the that's a thing like it's a thing now to be weird to, yeah. and to know stuff like hey what are you into i'm into robotics I'm like oh back in the day be like oh, oh, nerd, nerd, nerd. and now it's like oh she's nerdy you know that's a that's a thing so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Orlando Museum is doing an exhibit, uh, the OMA, 
They're doing an exhibit of uh, largely unseen artworks said to be by a one Jean-Michel Basquiat. Um, and they were installed at the Orlando Museum of Art exhibition, and it's called Heroes and Monsters, Jean-Michel Basquiat, the Thaddeus Mumford Jr. Venice Collection. So Thaddeus Mumford Jr. was a was he a, he was a writer yeah he was a, he was a he was an African American writer um you I think he believe I believe I said there he wrote, wrote for uh, television television and uh, noted for I think the finale for Mash so you know there's a little bit uh, you know 80, 80s uh, Mumford was the was the guy so uh, yeah it turns out folks um, there's a little bit of uh, what, what would you say Tony there's a little bit of uh, uh, you know you know they don't know if it's real or not well or... there's there's some speculation Ooh, speculation that's a good word that uh, the authenticity is not what they believe it to be so so Tony do, do you want to run run down the quick the quick uh, you know, well, the quick synopsis Oops. of the uh, the whole article is that uh, these was it 25 20, piece, yep 25 25 yep. pieces of art yep uh, by Basquiat created in 1982 all done on cardboard right were sold for uh, $5,000 because Basquiat needed money yeah always needed money uh, and the owner the new owner then uh kept them stored in a storage facility yep which eventually went delinquent and was put up for auction and the new owners now uh in possession of these basquiats uh are putting them on display I don't know why you're not on history TV. You should be on. You should be. In his, you should be one of those faces where it cuts to you and you explain something, Tony. That was, you know, that's that's what I think. But yeah, so so basically, um, yeah, so so award, Emmy, Emmy Award winning Mumford. Uh, so he was so Gagosian. For those of you who don't know, Gagosian's a big, uh, big, uh, a big deal in the art world nowadays. And back then, you know, he, uh, you know, he was interested in the artist, and he had a show in LA with him. And um, he had a gallery. He had a gallery, and uh, now he's multiple galleries. And um, pretty much, um, you know, Basquiat did the the did the attic broke artist, uh, drunkard, uh, shithead artist. What artists do is they'll sell, art, you know, if they have like, uh, you know, they're being provided a studio space uh, by uh, by Larry Kagosian, um to create work for a show, et cetera, et cetera. The artist will then, or sometimes artists will like, you know, uh, go to a bar, meet somebody, and then you know, sell something that the that Larry Gagosian would have sold for fifteen thousand or whatever would have sold, uh, you know, a piece. Um, you know, you sell you sell a lot for you know a bunch of money for a fraction of what yeah. you could have gotten going through the gallery. You know, I mean, there's gallery commission things like that. So you know, really, probably, you know, Jean-Michel Basquiat probably didn't have to write out. You know, probably didn't claim that on his taxes. Probably not. No. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, so there's there's all this talk, and there's so there's 25 uh, works on cardboard, and which are you know, if any if any of you know about cardboard, it's a little easier. Canvases are harder to sort of hide. Um, so who knows how that happened. Um, but yeah, so this guy claims that he bought, uh, this, this, uh, the, the, uh, th that 
that was it the right is that right davis mumford was that mumford was mr mumford what's called mr. We'll, we'll call him mr mumford mr. now he's, he's passed away correct he passed away in 2018 okay he uh apparently his career was in shambles uh he dried it dried up is something they say here and he was depressed and not doing anything and uh, was just uh, giving away things and kind of had forgotten or not cared about the paintings and there's speculation. Well, I could see if, if he wasn't working, yeah, paying for a storage facility, a storage locker was probably going to be one of the last things on his mind. Right. And so he would just stop paying the bill. Yeah, but it's still regardless of what was in it. 2018, dude. But you, if you if you're broke and you got some Jean Michel Basquiat, Jean Michel Basquiat became famous. That's true. If you're broke, you can sell that stuff. Yeah, I think. Two, I think. I'm not sure when um, the pop the popularity of of Basquiat became. I'm not sure when Golden Child and all that stuff came to play, or Golden whatever the heck it was. Golden Child, I think, was a Eddie Murphy movie, <laughs> <laughs> or the Golden One or whatever. Um, man, Eddie Murphy's had a weird career. <laughs> Segue. Have you have you seen every Eddie Mur- have you seen I haven't seen every but I've seen a few I mean not a lot of the stinkers holy shit like he did this movie called I think Golden One or I, I thought it was Golden the Child The Golden Child Yeah and it's like you know there's always an there's always an attractive female that never like have you noticed those movies like there's Of course they always have an there, attractive there's female There's always an attractive Asian female right who's like dad is like a very important uh like respected person who either died or is you know old or whatever and this new guy comes and she oh, and he's always cocky right and then she always hates him and then like he has to like like eventually wins her over and they fall, right and they fall know, in love fall in love so la la fucking change your come on change, your change, game. The, formula. change the formula um be cool if like they just she just hated him the whole time and just like you know married like a fat guy <laughs> Like a fat nice person, <laughs> that's what that's what we need. I wanna, I wanna, I want a fat nice. I want a fat nice guy who's uh, you know uh, kind and uh, hardworking and talented, instead of this uh, instead of this chiseled good looks. I, and I can like oh wow, karate moves. Uh, yeah, I can I can oh, give me a week. I'll do some karate moves. Um, <laughs> so well, segue to Murphy. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, <laughs> we Jesus go from Christ. talking about Jesus. well counterfeit paintings to. Smirching Eddie Murphy. Well, you know, uh, man, you know, and so, so they're they're trying to they're trying to claim that there, that there's the 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 cure the curator the the curatorial uh, staff at the Orlando Museum. Um, first of all, really, like, what's Orlando known for? Like, they've got like what? It's not too far from Kissimmee, right? I mean, it's a great place to they're, stay if you're going to. They're Disney known World. for Disney and. That's about it. What, what's what's that? What's that? What's that? Uh, what's that uh, big old restaurant where you watch uh, Nights of the Round Table or whatever? The what's it? Called? Oh, the uh, oh gosh, it'll come to me. Yeah, it'll come. It'll come to you. We we could Google it, but that's okay. Medieval times. Medieval times. That's right. You go get a big old turkey leg and once bring me more Pepsi or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's all I know of it really. Um, yeah, a lot of like shitty, mediocre, you know, restaurants that are big and uh, probably bars and I it's think a tourist some, town. There's some comedy clubs there, and Orlando's uh, well, a tourist town full of Southerners. Uh, you know, probably some people from Quebec. 
Let, you let, forget you you know you go to you go to Disney World. Yeah. You forget you're in the South. Is Florida, and when you go off when you go off the property, you go off the Disney property. Ding, all the Southern ding, accents. Ding, 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 yeah. Really? It's a it's a different world, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> oh, we are. <laughs> uh, you know. Oh. Probably copyright infringement right there. I mean, I'm not going to say what I did, but yeah, I don't know people, what you did. People probably know. Hopefully, hopefully it sounded okay. I can't wait to hear this episode back. I want to <laughs> know how my my thing is. Um, yeah, so so apparently um uh, there's there's uh, problems. They're they're saying that probably probably it's not the real, uh, it's not the real deal, Tony. And go figure. Well, go yeah, go figure. I mean, the art world has not disappointed us yet. I mean, no. everything you know, everyone's so honest and just. It's not about the money. It's about no. It's never about the money. It's about the art. It's about the integrity of the art. Yeah, it's about wow. This artist made this, and let's share it with the world. And holy smokes, let's open up windows and doors. And uh, let's, you know, no, yeah, it's never about the millions and millions and millions of dollars they're going to make. Um, speaking of millions and millions of dollars, why, uh, t- Tony, uh, why don't you like, uh, yeah, talk about the what are the, some of the things I found out. I'm going to Google uh, something about that's our Swedish friend. Let's see okay. if I can find uh, Well, something that uh, they found out when looking at the cardboard that these paintings were done on, that one of them had markings or a logo uh or or something of the of that sort that wasn't in existence until six years after Basquiat's death which means that piece on that particular piece of cardboard could not have been done by him so in and one of the guys that said it was like the guy apparently that designed um the design the you know that redesigned the actual the the logo um you know six years so he's he's aware of like i think it was like the universe or whatever um i just you know i mean so that's one piece that's right that's that's one piece piece. so is all the others are legit but that one piece (laughs) that one piece i mean you know i mean you, you, you you can't tell anybody that you're doing it Right, right. You gotta lie. You gotta like be secretive. So, and you gotta sneak it around. So, I don't know. I mean, what do you what do you think? What, what's your, what's your uh, what's your thing? Uh, my thought is that if he had these paintings, and they were legit, they were legitimate, he would have sold them, or at least sold the other things. Because evidently there was sports memorabilia in that locker. No also. kidding. Yeah, right. He would have sold that stuff in order to, you know, get himself solvent again. Yeah, but let, let's also remember. I mean, he, he wouldn't have just let the the storage locker go delinquent. But they they say that he was depressed. Um, you know, his career dried up. Right. Probably didn't care. He stopped paying. Well, he stopped paying for the locker. Right. Basically. So I'm sure you know that. And that depression is like, you know, I mean, I've been there. It's like, well, whatever, like, you know. Uh, you got to be pretty seriously depressed to to not care about millions of dollars worth of artwork. Well, they, what do they say? They say it's, they would have valued it 25 pieces. They would have valued it. The last piece sold for 110.4 million at Sotheby's. 
uh, and they say that the the entire collection of twenty five paintings was would have been valued about a hundred thousand, hundred million as well. So, so twenty five. Uh, so what's up? So how depressed would you have to be to not care about a hundred million dollars? I mean, you, you know, man, it's like really like because a hundred million dollars would pull me out of depression pretty freaking quick. Think so? Oh God, yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess. that's life changing money, right? I, you know, I guess you need you need like good family and friends around you to be like, hey, like because it wasn't like it wasn't like he was clinically depressed, like he had this chemical imbalance that was causing him to have a depression. He was depressed because his career was tanking, right? Okay, right. and he hadn't met you yet, so that's a different type of depression. Uh, I'm not that I'm an expert or anything, but if if you're <laughs> if you're having depression because of work, which is tied to money. Wouldn't a major source of income, monumental income like that, right, pull you out of that depression and kind of get you going? I don't know. I think it would me. I know it would me. You know, but I there's also there's also like uh, moments of spite. It's like fuck the world, fuck this, fuck yeah. that. You know. But are you gonna say fuck me? I mean, yeah, I've done it. Well, yeah, I've done it too. <laughs> you know, it's like, who cares? No one cares about me. Uh, life, life is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. You know, yeah, I. I mean, sounds to me like uh, something's fishy, and at least there's one that's fake. Uh, but you gotta, be, I gotta believe that maybe like a few are done, and then maybe someone's taking advantage. Well, since we got these, and like we'll just copy, we'll just copy what he did, did and we'll make and some more. What was that? What was that word that someone said about the um, uh, statements? Uh, uh, what was what was that? What was that name? The word that that was used. Um, Mumford Black. So yeah, so so anyway, uh, so Mumford, he was one of the few black screenwriters working within uh, network TV as a writing highs producer, as a writer for the top-rated MASH. So, uh, and then um, let's see here, twenty-five paintings. So then, but the the other thing is that they try to keep throwing in here is that, uh, but apparently there's a poem that was signed by Basquiat, um, and uh, you know, industry insiders, golden crowns receiving Brooklyn Brothers. Hands creating, drawing, writing, uh, bridging gaps. LA summer bright. Beware the fleeing wretched loneliness. So, twenty five paintings, uh, bringing riches. Sing along, Doctor Thad. So that's you know, sing along. Speaking, br- speak, uh, breaking bread. This our summer. Wrapping close. Last scene of war. Eat, drink, celebrate. Choices in intriguing a serious quest we undertake. Uh, new emotions of a child. Did you know we film, we write, we film, we paint. Uh, crowning glory brings cheers and statues. Oh, how grand we feel. Oh, how lovely our life will be. A baseball, a bird, a television, our play, a future bright. And then it's signed Jean Michel Basquiat below. No, it's initialed. Initialed. Okay. So it's not, yeah. Uh, this poem said to have been written by uh, initialed in oil stick by Basquiat. Can bring the, well, they say it's that's legit. They, they've said it's legit, though. Okay. That's legit. Apparently, yeah, which is weird, right? 
so maybe maybe what then you 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 then you find someone you paint well did you notice in there it mentions 25 paintings right so maybe they had some paintings. He had like fifteen or something. And they said, "Well, it's this says twenty-five, so we can we'll copy, we'll we'll forge ten of them, and uh, they'll well, they'll think it's real. They'll think it's the twenty-five paintings he was talking." Well, about. right. They say here the poem is like a receipt. It refers to the works, refers to the inscriptions in the works, refers to the time. DeGraff said, "I absolutely, I've 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 absolutely no doubt." <sighs> There's, there's always doubt. I, yeah, there is. Especially when the artist is dead. And the buyer's dead. And the buyer's dead. Absolutely. Um, let's see. What was the... There was something about the... Uh, anybody anybody with the right attitude and the right amount of money could purchase something from the painter who was constantly in need of cash to support his various habits. So, you know, there's... What was... Man, what was the thing they, they said? Uh, could these slices of cardboard have been among them? Uh, did, uh, was it the what was it said about the uh, um, what was that word that we made fun of it before? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, authentication machine to help dispel market words. Uh, bristle. Oh, the way Basquiat places elements in composition has an interior logic that was it, uh, which is missing in these images. I, I, maybe I wasn't clear. Can I, should I do it again? Yeah, do it again. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm just going to assume this guy's a douchebag. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he is. You, but you, I, I like you. Listen, Mister, I'd like to have lunch with him. Okay, <laughs> and like you know, and I'll and I'll buy. I'll buy. Uh, you buy the booze. I'll buy the food. Um, the way Basquiat places elements in the composition has an interior logic which is missing in these images. So for those of you that you know know Basquiat's work or are familiar with his work or have seen Basquiat's have seen work Basquiat's work it's a, you know it's it's a, it's it's a, you know in my opinion it's it's fauvist you know uh it's it's got that it's got that fauvism to it is that german expressionism to did you look up fauvism I did, did look you up look up the images of that and fauvism is the name applied to works produced by a group of artists, which included Henry Matisse. Yep, Matisse. We've talked about that before. From around 1905 to 1910, which is characterized by strong colors and fierce brushwork. Right, right. So so basically in Favism, meaning um, was like wild, right? Like beast. Fauve. So... A lot of the German expressionists and a lot of those are like were the German expressionists also kind of came from that stem from that, but it was like really wild. It was like inspired from like you know from like tribe tribal tribal works, indigenous works. Okay. You know where it's like there's no real um, training. You know, no one's really studying a cheekbone of a fucking deer. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like they're or the jawline or the antler. Like they're just simply like the cave drawings, like the Hall of Bulls in Paris, like the Hall of Bulls, which is very famous. With the, the the you know the, the the hunting and the the bowls and the handprints, uh, with with berries or whatever died uh, on the rock, which have never seen light. That's why they're still there. So like that idea of of this uh, ancestral simplicity, uh, emotional sh- storytelling, um, you know. And I think that the, the Basquiat, like you know, it's 
I really do think, you, you know, Jean-Michel Basquiat was sincere about his work. You know, I think, you know, do I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of all of it. Good use of color, pretty cool composition. Um, I mean, certainly doing better than I am, you know, in terms of the art scene, but, uh, um, you know, but I'm also not that, you know, I'm not, you know, Madonna's not into me. So, uh, you know, he dated Madonna for a minute, you know that? Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, um, or dated. Air Hooked quotes. Up, hiccup with, I don't know. for a night. Well, you know, who, who knows? Or, you know, I mean, you know, drugs are involved. There's a scene. There's, you know, that parties, your friends. It's like, you know, just because just because Madonna's like on your shoulder hanging out and you're like, you're a sweet person. You know, I mean, I've been I've been uh, plagued with being the sweet guy that the, like the hot, <laughs> you know, like being like, you know, like being the, like the nice guy or like where like women are just like, you know, like hang out like because, you know, I'm cuddly or whatever. And they're like, you know, hey, and then it's like, oh, Jeremy. You know? Well, no, it's just, you know, so who knows? Maybe. But there's also talk about Basquiat having like, you know, bisexual tendencies as well. You know, that's what they say with Andy Warhol and him. But I don't who knows? I mean, stories are made, you know, but uh, yeah, so. I guess Orlando Museum, you're on notice from the Kudu guys, I guess. Uh, listen, Orlando Museum um, Orlando of Art. Museum. If uh, if you'd like to fly us down, we will gladly come down. We'll do we'll do a live podcast and we'll talk about the show. Um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Croft, I believe your name is. Is that right? Mr. Croft, is that is that his name? Mr. Uh, the curator, the guy that's uh, doing the yeah, look at that guy. Come on, bro. Get a better tie. I mean, you know, come <laughs> on. Um, yeah, yeah, just uh, you know, we we would yeah, bring us down. We'll we'll we'll, we'll gladly uh promote the show. Yeah, we'll we'll put the show on the map, and this will be, you know, this will be it for you. you. You guys will be you guys will get some clout. You, you'll have you'll be good a guy approved. You'll be good a guy approved. And the good guy parade will valiantly come and perhaps purchase a ticket to see your show, and then <laughs> probably go to Disney World. So, um, uh, yeah. How much? Uh, you got anything you want to follow up with? Uh, you know about this at all? Uh, no, no, no. Well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna. How much time do we have? I, I'm gonna. Um, we have. Uh... Three and a half minutes. Okay. Well, there was a thing on Facebook real quick. Uh, someone, uh, a really well-known uh, artist husband posted um, about Cy Twombly. About what? Cy Twombly. Oh. Cy Twombly was like really at the end of the German, of the, not German, the, the, the expressionist movement. I mean, this man was doing uh, really stuff with crayon and chalk and pastel and paint and all that stuff, pencil. And he was, there were circles and they were, um they're very very sophomoric you know okay. um and if you have to yeah if you don't know what sophomoric is look it up uh if i know what it is uh if i can read a book read a book it was uh, and the idea that th there's all this judgment now on art that that's people saying that's not art and these people have never been to my gallery uh so they need to shut the fuck up but however i digress i just think uh <sighs> art art is what the artist makes and whether you like it or not, it doesn't fucking matter. Whether it's worth money or not, it doesn't fucking matter. As long as the the idea of the artist making the art. And uh, 
I, I hope these are I hope these are legit. I hope these get shown. And uh, you know, stupid people are gonna not know if it's basket or not basket. So fuck it. Like, what are we worried about? You know, go right. go Orlando Museum, bring us down. Uh, we will do coach this time. Right, this time. But next time. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time, you motherfuckers. Oh, Tony, go ahead, man. Let's just do it. Find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram, go to guys radio. Email us at goodguysradio at gmail.com with any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. And, you know, sometimes you just need to hear a good piece of advice, a, a, a good piece of advice. And uh, Tony's going to tell you what's going on right now. Peace. No, no, you need to oh, give no. a piece of advice. I think a piece of advice? Yeah. I thought you were saying We have time. Right? I mean, you, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. Good piece of advice. Huh. Uh, don't piss off a polar bear. There you are. Peace. <laughs> 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 <laughs>